0: Hello and welcome to the Fear Masters Podcast. Today we are going to be talking about the fear of commitment. As we all know, it's now coming up to Valentine's Day in the not too distant future. All the greeting cards are coming out, all of the adverts on the TV are there. Every time you go on the internet, all you get bombarded by is flowers, cards, chocolates and all Valentine's stuff wrapped up in a package. So what we're going to be talking about is the fear of commitment if you want any further details on this please go on my website which is www.thefearmaster.com sit back, enjoy and take on board what we're going to be talking about guys, guess what we're going to give you 5 top tips to get over your fear of commitment so then, let's just sit back relax grab a cup of coffee just chill out be yourself what we're going to be talking about is already know is the fear of commitment but more importantly where the fear of commitment comes from does it come from a past experience you have or you have had or a past experience of one of your friends where a previous partner of theirs has been cheated on by their partner has hasn't been treated correctly by their partner it's a could be a multitude of these things what is it for you that you're scared of this fear of commitment it could be the fact you have already got a successful career and you don't want to let that career go it could be the fact that you now have a significant amount of property and if somebody comes into your life how's it going to affect you and how's it going to affect what you do But never mind, sit back, relax, and we're going to talk about it and give you five top tips. Get ready for number one. Okay then, here we go. Get your pen and paper out. This is top tip number one. Do you ever get frustrated when your partner doesn't speak to you? He comes in from work, he sits down in front of the TV, and that's right. It is silence there's no talking about what sort of day you've had who you've been talking to what you've been doing it's just absolute silence but have you all have you noticed as well when guys go on a fishing trip they don't speak to each other they're silent have you noticed when women do things together there is never any silence the only time there is silence is when there is something up with that relationship but guys bond in different ways so the next time your guy comes in and he's very very quiet how about you just give him a little bit of space because we don't know and you don't know what's happening so maybe you need space and maybe yes we understand that you need to offload what you want to talk about but let's be flexible in this because, you know, relationships are a partnership, it, you know, two people intrinsically working together. So how about you just sit back, relax and just say nothing until you get the opportunity, and then you can start talking. It's about behaving flexible, behaving flexible all the time. Because you know when you're in a pub, yeah, you go, girls, you're going to get a big chuck up from me now. Women can multitask, guys. You haven't got a chance. When you, the next time you're in a pub, have a look at a bunch of men talking in a pub. I will guarantee when all of their men are talking in the pub, a group of ten men there'll be two at a time talking at maximum. Because men just have to wait their turn; they can't multitask. The next time you're out with the girls and you're in a big group of 10 or more, you count how many conversations are going on. And more importantly, you count how many conversations you're listening in on and taking notice of. The guys haven't got a chance of doing this. Guys are focused on being solution oriented. You start talking to a guy about something that's happening at work. They're listening to you, but they're listening to how they can provide a solution to that problem. Even though all you want to do is talk about it. Guys don't think like that. Guys think differently. So sometimes it's a case of being flexible about what you do to get over your fear of commitment. Because let's face it, to be in a partnership, you have got to be flexible and you have got to give and take a little bit to progress the relationship. So then, here we go. Top tip number two. It's all about emotions, this, and... The girls are great at this. The girls are far more advanced than guys at the moment. It's all to do with the emotional intelligence. Women let emotions out. They tend not to bottle them up. Although it's not a hard and fast rule. But women in general let emotions go. They let the frustration, the anger, the sadness. They let all these negative emotions go. Have you ever noticed men that bottle it up? bottle and bottle and bottle this up until it gets to a point where something insignificant happens and that's it they're gone they're out of your life and I think it's up to the women to educate the men on how to be emotionally intelligent the girls have got such an upper hand here because even as you've grown up as a child a girl growing up as a child, it's okay to cry. What do you hear parents say when you're going around supermarkets or you're near a creche or a child falls over and it's a boy, two, three years old? What does the parent say when they pick the child up? Stop crying, you're not a girl. But if it's a girl, the girl gets consoled, gets cuddled. And where's the difference really? The difference is there is no difference but unfortunately in society these days men are conditioned that way to hold emotions in so this one is firmly on your plate girls get your men more emotionally intelligent get them to open up get them at one with their emotion go on girls you know you can do it make a difference and this will make a big difference to every relationship you have. Here we go, top tip number three. And this is all about time investment. Because a relationship takes time. And sometimes in this fast and furious life that we have now in this year, you know, we haven't got time to spend nurturing a relationship. We want the relationship to work now and we want it to work fast. Whereas sometimes you've got to accept the fact that sometimes... You're going to have to invest time into a relationship to create time later. And what I mean by this is you know how you want to live your life. You know the partner that you want. You know their traits. You know everything you want them to be. So you've got to find that person. You've got to find that person that you want. And that creates time investment. But once you lay the ground rules down with this time investment that that partner that you've chosen knows what you want, what you need, and what you do in your time, so therefore, there isn't any upheaval, and there isn't any clashing of heads of conflicts of interest. Everything is congruent both body and mind, so girls, go out there, invest some time, and I'll guarantee you find a perfect partner, you will create time for yourself. <clears throat> Here we go then. Penultimate tip. This is number four. Not acting yourself. There is nothing more frustrating when you first meet somebody and you think they're the world. You think the world of that person. The next time you meet them and there's something different, And then you meet them after that, there's something different again. And before you know it, what unfolds before your very eyes and ears is somebody you thought you knew and you find somebody you know nothing about. So what I'm proposing here, something quite radical, is how about when you first meet somebody, you're yourself. You're not anybody else but you. Because you know, if somebody is gonna fall in love with you, then they're not going to fall in love with somebody that is not you. Because what will happen is, somebody falls in love with a shroud of what you've put on, what I call a cloak, you take that cloak off and then they see the real you. Do you know what? They might not love the real you. So why don't you now start being you? It's very simple. Somebody meets yourself in a pub or at work, etc., And what they get is what they see. There is nothing hidden. So if you get what you see, then how can things go wrong? Be yourself. Don't act. Final tip, and by far the most powerful tip, tip number five. How about you start loving yourself? I've listened to lots and lots of conversations, both men and women, and they're not happy with themselves. They're not happy with the way they look. They're not confident about themselves. They're not confident about how they walk. They're not confident about how they look. They're not confident about their body. They're not confident about how they talk. And it all comes down to do you know what? Love stems from loving yourself first. Not in a way where people look and go, oh my goodness me here comes that prima donna it's about loving yourself so how can anybody love you if you don't love yourself first and that's where it starts from all relationships start from loving yourself first and this is one of the biggest fears that you come across is the fear of being intimate with somebody the fear of being close to somebody the fear of being what people think of being too close to somebody Well, you know, if you start loving yourself, then what you find is love comes to you. So, that's all the tips. Last tip is the most important. If you don't do any of them, please do the last tip. Be confident, be you, and love yourself. Thank you for listening to the Fear Master's Top 5 Tips on how to overcome the fear of commitment. Should you require any further information, then please simply fill in an email inquiry form on the website, www.thefearmaster.com. Until next time, have a great day, have a great Valentine's, and best of all, go and get them.